1: original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve
2: Mathis. Welcome everybody to the MotorcycleSuperstore.com RacerX Podcast. This is the Bud's Creek Wrap-Up. Better late than never. I say Uh, MotorcycleSuperstore.com. They're a passionate team that speaks moto from talking about going riding, bench racing from their latest ride to the latest parts and gear they've got at the Motorcycle Superstore team of Top Jimmy, Kyle Cunningham, Josh Osby is uh, uh, doing much better these days, and uh, they'll be at a track near you this year, next year, riding uh, Suzuki. So go to MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Do you speak moto? Because they do. Check out their website, MotorcycleSuperstore.com, if you go there and uh, you punch in PB-Pulp16, You save just from listening to this podcast. That's right. So thanks to those guys. We appreciate it. And Fox Racing, foxhead.com, the new Fox gear, available now at motorcyclesuperstore.com. Fox Racing, Kenny Roxon wears Fox, and he just won the 450 National uh, Championship. So perhaps... Uh, You guys should get some Fox gear and you would win national titles like Kenny. Continuing the relentless pursuit to innovate and elevate. Uh, With me on the line is uh, my boss at RacerX, the voice of American motocross, the voice of quad racing, the voice of GNCC, the voice of endurocross, the voice of Red Bull crushed ice uh, truck racing, the voice of Red Bull straight rhythm. The case and Y again. What's up, Weech?
1: Yeah. Um, I might add one more. I might add one more. There was a uh, <laughs> do. hard Please enduro do. race in Tennessee called the Tennessee Knockout, and I believe that might be a Red Bull event, so I might add that to the repertoire.
2: Uh, what do you got to do, like physically knock out the riders?
1: Yeah, yeah, you go into Tennessee, and it's basically just who can uh, who can avoid a concussion. Just a Tennessee
2: knockout. <laughs> yep.
1: I got my money on Coy Gibbs.
2: Oh, yeah, exactly. never been knocked out. Um, He physically uh, cannot be knocked out. uh, Jason Thomas will be joining us in a minute. Um, The Motorcycle Superstore team, though, of Osby, Cunningham, and and Albertson. Hey, early on, Weege, uh, Mark Worth broke his body. First lap of Supercross he's ever raced. And uh, Josh Osby got hurt. Top Jimmy, we we don't know what happened to Top Jimmy early on. And Kyle Cunningham was just sort of eh. But, hey, the Superstore guys of Albertson, Osby, and Cunningham have been pretty good lately.
1: (laughs) Jimmy, we don't know what happened to Jimmy. We don't. (laughs) Dude, dude, come on. I mean. Oh, you just mean he wasn't riding well, is that what we're saying? Yeah. Like, he was terrible.
2: Um, No offense. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, right. And we had him on the show last week, and I think he alluded to that leg injury that he actually got last summer when he wasn't even racing yet. Mm -hmm. Has taken that long to come around. I think the bikes have, you know, as a new team, I think the bikes have, uh, and I don't think there's much... uh, suzuki rmz 250 data no go around no uh, um so i think they've gotten the bikes a lot better so the yeah. team appears to be uh onward and upwards good good yeah. job by them
2: yeah no doubt um all right so um let's get dive right into buds creek quickly we don't have a ton of time i got a pulp show tonight you've got life going on tonight and uh and jt's coming over here to do the pulp show so we'll we'll dive right into buds creek
1: Yes, is this Tuesday night, Pulp Show is a uh, due to Walton, is that why?
2: Yeah, yeah, after D.C., okay. I'm a dedicated journalist. I headed up after uh, uh, Bud's Creek and went straight to uh, Toronto, landed at about midnight, drove an hour to Kitchener, and got up early Sunday morning, well, 9 Sunday morning, and uh, headed to Walton. So, oh, Canada, bro. Oh. Um, do, you have, do you have any questions about Walton, Luigi, that I can help you with?
1: Um, none. <laughs> Alright, thank you I'm good I just I followed the coverage So closely That uh, there's just Really nothing left
2: for me <laughs> It's wall to wall And you're just Yeah, you're, you're satisfied You're very satisfied
1: KP, uh, you know There was a press release uh, About this event And why Walton Was going to be great And uh, it included like Crazy racing format A big purse All the superstar riders And Steve Mathis Will be there That was basically The bullet points
3: I did not know that, but i I feel like that's that's valid <laughs> I was no, okay. I was in a press release as like an attraction so yeah. but when you look at the rider turnout, I feel like Steve was a big deal <laughs>
2: um, I also got I tweeted this, but I got thanked by seriously by five six seven people uh besides the track owners who 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 thanked me uh, people were just like, thanks for coming, man, thank you for covering up. Thanks for coming up, thanks for coming to the race i got a, I got that a whole bunch, and uh, so I'm just waiting to uh I'm sure I'll get it in Indiana. So I'm looking forward to getting that kind of thank you from Indiana. I'll immediately go to uh, Coy Gibbs first, I think. And then, uh, you know, perhaps Dan Bentley after that. I'll work my w- work my way. Bobby Reagan, uh, Bobby Hewitt. I'll work my way through the pits. And say, here I am, everybody. Here I am. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Let's go right into uh, uh, Bud's Creek. We don't have a ton of time on the Motorcycle Superstore Racer X podcast. Cooper Webb clinched. Kenny Rocks Clinched. Let's talk about that first. Um, bigger surprise. Weege? Uh,
1: for me, it's Webb, but just because of that wrist injury. And, um, I mean, I don't think any of us doubted Webb's ability if he just wasn't hurt, that's all. But I, I don't think any of us saw a way forward, just knowing the history of what this navicular injury usually is like. Uh, it just seemed like he was barely even going to be able to race, let alone win the title, uh, to me, Roxanne's performance was never, I mean, it was
2: amazing and impressive, but Dude, come on, there's, I, st- I don't, there's no way there's no way that you, hey Kenny's gonna win, uh, what do we do 22 motos, uh, Kenny's gonna win 19, uh, sorry 18, because he lost Glenn Helen uh, Kenny's gonna win 18 out of 22 motos, come on
1: Less, less of a surprise than Webb, for sure.
2: No, no, you're yeah. drunk, you're high, you're drunk. JT Roxon's really good. Roxon
1: is Dude,
3: really good. That many motos? He ain't no, eighteen would, out of twenty two good. No, I would I would I would have said Roxon's there's no way Roxon's winning that many.
1: That's more surprising than Webb winning the title when he started the year with a broken wrist.
3: Uh, yes. After I watched practice at Hangtown, I would have said yes all day, Roxon. Because I I just I was really, really unsure the week leading up to Hangtown, but once I saw Webb riding, I was kinda like, eh, I think he's gonna be alright.
1: Careful with that.
3: Well, you look at how much of a difference there was between Vegas and Hangtown, and I'm like, if he's improved that much in two weeks, he'll be fine.
2: Um, I just think, yeah, I mean, Kenny was so good. Kenny was – I mean, Eli, the first five motos last year, you were at the races, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Tomac just destroyed them. Just destroyed them. Just took them to the woodshed. And took everybody down for beatings, for five straight motos. So to say Kenny goes and wins 18 out of 22, you're just like, no way, it's not gonna happen. I saw the first five motos last year. So well, you guys, you guys know Ryan Dungey too, right? You guys are aware of who he is. I'm aware. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Each Roxon was so Roxanne was so dominant. You know.
1: Yeah, no, there's no doubt he was dominant. You would not expect, I mean, it, it, I actually saw some people this week saying, uh, of course Kenny dominated. It was a depleted field. I don't <laughs> know if it mattered. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it wasn't doesn't like matter. He no. was, was challenging him, and no. I mean, Tomac was there the whole time. That's not depleted. Like, it's not like if Jason Anderson didn't get hurt, that was five more Moto victories that Kenny was going to lose. You know what I mean? No. Or, or Kennard or anybody. He had these dudes covered. But I'm saying that I feel like we've seen that Ken Roxon before. We saw it a bit in 2014. <laughs> Um, right. We just saw it this time, the entire year. And Tomac, I understand what he did last year, but we didn't see that Tomac in Supercross, so it wasn't sure that we were going to see it outdoors. And we kind of saw the same mm-hmm. Supercross Tomac uh, outdoors. We did not see the 2015 Eli Tomac.
2: Weej, how do you feel about? Uh, Roxon made uh, a few, dropped a few um, nuggets in the press conference about um, how happy he was to win this title. You know, he hasn't. He showed he didn't need Alden Baker. He believes in his program. Everything else. Um, where do you stand on that? Like, is this should no one ever question Kenny again? And JT is a big Alden Baker fan, and he's he said it a few times. But where do you stand on that? What do you think?
1: Uh, me on the Alden Baker thing? Yeah, like I think you, it's you know, a significant. I think it's a significant breakthrough because um, we had some guys have said I was on his program. It wasn't great. It wasn't for me. I get that, but. I have not seen anyone leave and do better after. It's the first time. First time in like 15 years. I mean, Baker's been around actually quite some time now. So first time someone's left and actually legitimately got notably better after leaving. So I think this is a massive, massive change. And now when you see what um, Swanepole has done, we'll talk about that in a bit with uh, Webb. For a while it almost seemed like that's it. There's only one game in town. You're either on Alden Baker or you don't win. But um, there Mm -hmm. appear to be alternatives now
2: j t you've been pro Alden very kind of negative on Kenny for leaving what does it change your mind a little bit
3: uh, i mean he he obviously proved that it can be done you know I, I I still think and and Kenny is obviously very very outspoken and bitter at people saying that it was a bad decision and blah 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 really what it comes down to it's Kenny's decision live your own life, but I mean the level of this sport and the and the you know, you're in the public eye, so people are going to critique everything you do, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I thought that he would be better on that program than not. I, ha- you know, I'm, I'm entitled to my own opinion, and that title has gone to, you know, the Alden Baker program side three out of three out of the last three out of four. Yep. Kenny made a very strong case for himself. This season, I give him full credit. He earned it. He was the best guy. And you're not, and and JT, and you're not saying like if Dungey hadn't gotten hurt, it would not have mattered. No, Kenny was the best guy. Right? Kenny was the best guy. He proved that. You know, the six motos that they raced each other, it wasn't even close. So I don't think there was anybody on this continent that had a chance to beat Kenny in this title this year. Um, Having said that, you know, next year's a new year, and Ryan has won two Supercross titles in a row, so. I think Kenny may, went a long way in making his argument, but you can't just completely write off the fact that, you know, uh, Kenny hasn't won until this summer either. So I, I give Kenny a lot of credit, but I don't think it's just like, yep, stamp it. Everybody else was wrong. I'm right. I don't think that's the case either.
2: Yeah, I agree. But Kenny did, like, did seem to like to point that out to people. Well,
3: and you know? he, and yeah. he should. He should. This was really, really strong evidence for – the argument he's been trying to make, but I don't think it's stamp it by any means. Yeah. He's, he's got a long way to go before he can just say, I was right and everybody else was wrong.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, I'm more neutral. I don't believe Alden is as good as maybe JT you think he is. Um, but I also, uh, you know, you'd, you'd be an idiot not to look at his record and what he's done with riders and, and say, like, that's a winning program, you know? But, yeah,
3: I don't think I don't think Alden is just, I don't think he's a miracle worker. But I think he, you know, for the the things that Kenny was saying, leaving that program, I don't necessarily think that that's
2: Mm -hmm.
3: a very strong case for Kenny either, because he Alden has so many results on his side. Right. Yeah, it's it's it's, yeah, uh, I agree.
1: If if he wants to go and actually claim that, you know, it's one thing to say it works for some people, it doesn't work for me, but to try to go negative on it, like you cannot possibly
2: convince anyone Yeah, but he kind of he he kind of did he kind of did go negative on it, Weech.
1: No, I agree. That's yeah, yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He has tried to go there, and I think like, like JT's saying, the evidence makes it tough. I think what it really comes down to is uh, what we finally saw is like all the talent that everybody has known Ken Roxon has had, whenever he's 15 and winning GPs and all that, uh, especially outdoors, uh, I think we finally just saw that all come together. I think he's just on a pure talent level, I think he's above all those guys, so maybe he doesn't need the program to be quite as buttoned down. Like What works for him is not necessarily going to produce the same results for Dungeon and vice versa, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's got talent to burn. I think that helps.
2: You think he's more talented than Eli Tomek? I kind of do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah I think so. Yeah. So just because his program without Alden works for him, it doesn't mean that if someone else did the exact same thing Kenny did, they'd be smoking Alden Baker's guys. Right, I mean, right. you got to be Ken Rockman to make it work.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Um Weej, what do we got to do for Buds to get rid of that start? What do we got to do?
1: Yeah, dude, it's I so mean, dumb. We, uh, that came there for the donations, correct? Is yes. that what I remember?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's horribly unfair and always results in pileups and it's just feast or famine.
2: Yeah, it's dumb. Track was good though. Track was really good. Uh, Weej, did you get to the bottom of, of, of uh, getting to the bottom of those ponds? Did you hear about that theory? No,
1: what is that?
2: Okay, uh, someone told me that the ponds over by the old start, the uphill start. JT, you remember that? Weegee may yep. not, but the I up, love that start. The, there's, some, there's some ponds over there, which I don't remember, but I guess there are. Um, apparently, they drained those ponds. They took all the dirt from the bottom of those ponds and put it on the track. And that makes sense because there were some turns that were very sandy, way sandier than I remember Bud's being. I think they did do that. I think they dumped some more sand slash dirt on that place. It was good. I think the track was prep really good. I didn't hear
1: that. I don't know if you need to get to the bottom of it. Like, I didn't think it was a lie. No, I but there was something well, more outrageous. No, it, to was
2: to supposed to, it was supposed to be a get to the bottom of the pond, getting the bottom of the dirt. You know? A play on words. A play on words. Ah, superb. Getting <laughs> to the <laughs> get bottom the of the her dirt, the bottom of the pond, dirt. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm the broadcaster, okay? For perhaps you remember the NBC pre-show. Let's look, Let me just be the broadcaster here, okay? Um,
1: I don't think people do remember anymore.
2: <laughs> I don't either. That uh, start was way better than the start now. The start uphill was better than the start now. The start up on top on the concrete
3: was pretty good too. That was terrible. Better the than the one. The barn was terrible. Better than one now? No, no, no. There was a crash. I raced there. I raced at all these starts. I raced the, the uphill one, I raced the barn one, and I raced the current one. And the barn one, there was a first-turn crash, no matter what, every single time. Oh. I raced there. I remember in 2003, I crashed oh, a good the year. first turn of the qualifier on Saturday, the first turn of the qualifier on Sunday, and both motos. I crashed all four times on well, the Well, just start.
2: because it was you crashed doesn't mean it's a bad start. No, it means I'm, you're out I'm, of control.
3: Steve, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm the only one on this show that has raced all three starts, and the barn one sucked. Every time there was a crash. There's a crash every it. time
2: now. There's a crash just about every time now.
3: I, I don't say you're wrong many times. If, I think there's an opinion, but you're just wrong on this one. That start was horrendous. You don't think there's a crash every time now, though? Yeah, but it's, it's a very slow, and it's a 180. The start now is unfair, but it's, it's safe. The old, the old barn start would go down, and then it made a more than 90-degree turn. It was like 120 degree, degrees back the other yeah, way. Yeah, it was sweet. You jumped on a hill. Yeah, but everyone just piled into each other trying to turn. It was I'm I am I'm not gonna argue with you about it. I would good it and I've okay. picked myself off the ground ten times plus in that one turn. So you being wild and out of control
2: is the start's fault.
3: Yes, exactly. Okay. Thank you. It's a great angle. Yep. Uh you got it?
2: anyways, what do you think of the track, JT? Did you notice more sand?
3: I did in certain places, yeah. like after the, you know, where the uphill start was, you come down the hill and then there's that tabletop. Yeah, and you go to the right. Like, I noticed it there. Yeah. Um, and just listening to what people had to say about it, you can generally get an idea of how the track is from comments from riders, whether it's on Twitter or whether it's post-race comments. Uh, and I usually judge off of that more than anything, and, and I didn't hear anything negative, and that's rare. You always hear <laughs> the negative. So I just went right. off that, and, and it must have been pretty good. You're
2: right, you do. Um, we did you think Marvin – look, Roxanne killed everybody again. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, just destroyed everybody, right? I mean, yep. what, what else do you want to yep. say, right? Yeah, move on. Moving on. Um, did you think – I thought Marvin – props to Barsha, because when Marvin got up to him, from about seventh or eighth got into second briefly I'm like oh it's over Marv's gonna get second Marv's gonna go uh, two two um, and uh, or two three sorry for second overall and um, didn't do it Barsha pulled away so good job by him
1: yeah that was just that was just like going for it just heart, will, whatever you want. Like, Barsha's is just not going to be denied because you saw Unadilla, really the last couple weekends all together, and even the first moto, Marvin has just been a little bit level higher than Barsha. They've mm-hmm. found a lot, and Marvin's come out on top, I think, every time. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was inevitable also. I think Barsha really put in, like, two or three heaters pretty late in the day, just gave everything he had, and that was enough to, to break Marvin. And, and mm-hmm. you know, Marvin also did say he, he thinks Barsha was roosting him, you know, strategically. But saying, "Hey, that's part of racing." Uh, um, so uh. the sandier section, Barsha was making sure to roost them as well as possible. Oh, stop it! Part of-
2: can you? Do- you can't do that. You know, he's just going to be
1: rolling sections and then get on the gas to roost them.
2: You can definitely do that. <laughs> you can do. I don't think you're thinking about
3: that in the heat of the battle, though. You're just pinning it. Yes, you know, I think this track, more than anything, I think this was a track that allows Barsha to ride that aggressively, especially with the sand added. There's just a ton of traction, and there's always a berm or a line to work with on this track, and I think that fits much more into Barsha's style than say like how Unadilla was, where it's one long rut all the way around it. Uh, so I just think it was. I think Justin rode great, but I think this track suited him a bit more than recent weeks have.
2: We um, did. You guys ever see that? Did you guys? I never. I was watching the TV feed from the announcers tower um, all day long, and did you? Did you guys not get the Tomac Stewart crash?
1: No, we only had the after him. his the idea. His bike up.
2: Yeah, good job by Tomac for doing that. I like that. I like to see that. Probably cost him a few spots, you know? And he was like, I'm not sure. Should I help? Should I not? Oh, look, it's a team here. Oh, wait, he's still in trouble. You know, I don't know.
1: Quite the trend lately. He's yeah. He's stopping. Yeah. The hot new thing.
3: Have you ever done that, JT? Have you ever stopped and helped somebody or somebody helped you? I haven't. I would. I mean, you know what generally happens in this situation is Tomac gets up and he hears Ronnie Stewart screaming. Right. And that's what, you know, that's what grabs your attention. He's not looking around to see what Ronnie Stewart's doing. He doesn't care. He just hears screaming and he's like, what the hell is that? And then obviously you go into human mode, you know, it breaks you out of your race, you know, thought process and you're like, I gotta, I gotta help this guy. Uh, but I guarantee you, Ronnie, because you could see the rear wheel on his leg, and I guarantee yeah. you he was screaming. And, and, I mean, you would hope that everybody would do that. I'm sure, you know, it probably wouldn't always happen, but you would hope that people would do that. Rough year for Stewart. Which one? Exactly. Exactly.
2: Not Mookie. <laughs> um, Tomac, yeah. So he's got to be so frustrated, but uh, what are you going to do? Kenny, I mean, the last four motos has just been – just, that's what Tomac did last year to everybody, you know? So, awesome. Good job uh, by Kenny. Because uh, you know Eli, like, I was thinking that in the second moto. Like, Kenny won by 16 seconds, probably was bigger lead. But I was thinking to myself, do you know how hard Eli Tomac is going right now? Do you know how fast he's trying to push right now? And he's got nothing. There's nothing there. You know? It's always always mind-blowing when you think about that. How, like, how fast Eli Tomac is. Just him and then there's some dude 20 seconds in front of him yep you know just gnarly when you start breaking that down where you're like okay that guy right there is going faster than everybody else by a large margin Uh, but there's still somebody going faster
3: yeah but Eli can't even see him that's the whole thing I mean Eli doesn't even know where Kenny is right Kenny could be on the ground in the first turn and get dead last and Eli wouldn't know the difference um
2: we we know JT is team Dean are you team Phil or team Dean
1: I don't know if I can really pick a side on that one. I I I I can see waffle, where Dean's coming waffle,
2: waffle. from. Waffle waffle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't feel like I've ever waffled much on this show, but I mean I can see I can see what Dean's saying. Um For people, does that make me a, a Phil hater?
3: <laughs> it's like picking it's, not, it's, it's like no like hate at all. I just I understand where the comment was made from. Um
2: it's like picking your favorite backstreet boy, right? No, I I
1: totally see where Dean is coming from. I mean, uh, you know what? Don't even ask Dean. Go ask uh, Roger DeCoster or Red Bull or any answer or any sponsor. Should you be getting beaten by Phil? Now, obviously, the injury thing is a, a legitimate reason or excuse, or whatever you want to call it. But. In a perfect world, Dean Wilson is not getting beat by Phil Nicoletti. That's nobody. Just look at their pay. I'm sure that's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, for I'm what? sure their salary. Maybe,
2: maybe people don't know what we're saying, talking about. Let me fill people in. I guess uh, yeah. uh, there was a Wilson, Dean Wilson video put out, um, and Dean said, I should not be, be getting beat by guys like Andrew Short and Phil Nicoletti. And Phil heard about this he was not happy. And uh, in the first moto, Phil passed Dean and uh, and beat him. Second moto, uh, Phil hit Barsha, melted some of his plastic disc cover onto the disc, couldn't use his front brake, and Dean beat him. But overall, Phil gets Dean. Which is so Phil. So, so, so Phil. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right.
1: He (laughs) has one goal to beat Dean for the day, and he had it. And then that happens.
2: Right. So Phil beat Dean. And, you know, I didn't know anything about this. Rivalry in, until I went over to Dean, and before I even started my interview, he goes, "Did Phil beat me? Did Phil beat me?" And I'm like, uh, I, "I don't know where this come from." Like again, so Dino very focused on Phil Nigoletti. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, JT, Dean probably should be beating him. He should feel like that.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, it's just It just comes down to money and expectations. You know, if if you went and asked. Justin Barsha should should Weston beat you, and he'd say no, and he, I'm sure he would say it on record. And Weston would probably be like, "F you, I right. don't feel like that's." But yeah. if you went and ask J Bone. Yeah, I mean, we pay you ten times what we pay Weston, probably, or you know, whatever, however many times. <laughs> A lot of times. But, so yeah, I mean, it's it's expectations based off of you know how much of the budget you're eating up and resources and where you're, you know, if you're the number one guy and I know teams hate that number one number two guy, but that's I mean that's reality. Right.
2: Phil um Phil was saying, "Why does he got to use my name by example? Why can't he say guys?"
3: <laughs> well, they, I mean, you should take that as an example cuz you're beating him. Yeah. I mean, there's only a couple guys in front of you. That you know what I mean? Right. It was him and Andrew. Who else was who else could he possibly bring up? He didn't single you out of a 40 guys. There was like he singled you out of like three or four.
2: Yeah. Well, uh Still's riding pretty good lately, so is Dean. Dean's come back a little Both bit, of them. yeah. Both of them, yeah. Uh, five five for, for Dino, yeah, four six and so, five five. They need to
3: not be complaining about anything, they're yeah. doing great,
2: yeah. Absolutely. Uh, fast Freddie Norn was uh, kind of didn't notice him a whole lot, but eight seven. Good job by Fred. Shorty pulled good starts, which is good. Um, yeah, I was pumped for
1: Shorty. That was that was maybe that's his uh, last ride. We'll see what he does this weekend. But I, I think that was a cool little. He got a couple more laps of glory and some solid riding in before he went out.
2: I was just pissed because after the race, I thought he got good starts because of me. You guys saw me on that group text yep. saying watch Short starts. Um, I gave him some tips, and then he goes out and he pulls almost pulls the whole shot both motos. Gets second place off the start, and um, then after the race, I'm like, hey, how about my start tips? And he's like. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. No
3: way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's no. like, "Oh,
2: I forgot about that, dude," and I'm just like, "You're such an asshole."
3: Oh no. Those, Why that's... would you tell us that? Because I'm, yeah, I'm. That's how I work. I'm honest. I would. Not... I would roll. I would roll with that forever.
2: No, I can't. I'm not. I'm not that type of guy. I got to be honest.
3: Mm-hmm. So, um... I admire that. I just don't have that.
2: <laughs> here's what I. Here's what I told Shorty. So, I was walking to the announcers tower for the first moto, and he's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Announcers tower." He's like, can I come in there? I'm like, yeah, bro, you're Andrew Short. You can come anywhere you want. You know, you only got four more motors of these things. So, so, we, you know, everything is timed. You know? Yeah, we, you know, uh, everything is timed to the T for live TV, commercials, everything else. So there, when in the announcer's tower, Roy Jansen's there. Roy runs everything. Roy runs the Nationals, runs life probably. And there's a countdown clock on an iPad. And they have it timed when the gate should drop. So I think it's different all the time. But if you're in the announcer's tower, you look at that clock, and it's counting down, and it will drop. You know, the the gate drops between 5 and 10. So there are some variables there each week. But basically, when that iPad hits zero, that clock, that gate drops. So I said to Shorty, when the card goes sideways, count the seconds. That's the gate drop this week for all the motos. Because the iPad says so. And I said, if there was some way I could signal you from the announcer's tower, maybe we can do that. Just look over here and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll wave my arms. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, I was laughing about that. So I counted and I said, okay, Shorty, it's, six, it's 6.5 this week. And then he goes and pulls two starts. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. It's 6.5. What's that? Was that out of line, Weege, uh, to tell that? Was that was that out of line to tell yeah, Shorty I think that? Yeah,
1: that's illegal. I think that's uh, illegal, and out of line. Um, but I was hella impressed. Five minutes before the motor, you said, "Watch it starts," and he pulled the holy. <laughs> I was, I was, I couldn't send text out for some reason. But I was all over it. I was like, "Oh my god, this really happened." Yeah. Um, no, I was. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that should be legal or kosher or allowed. That's outside interference, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Okay, so maybe Shorty just said that to me, you know. Um, to, to, like, throw off the screen, throw off the smoke screen of being illegal, you know?
1: Oh, it really did work, but he doesn't want to let anyone know.
2: Yeah. I don't know, bro. Yeah. I'm just saying. I said six and a half, bro. Go. Gates dropping. That's straight out of Tony Alessi war, uh, era right there. So, um, but he said he didn't matter. But then he happened to pull his best starts uh, in a long time. So, everyone, you judge. It's Andrew Short. Come on, let's help him out. Honestly, he should get a little bit of a head start anyways. He really should. Would you be opposed, JT? Would you, JT? Would you be opposed to Shorty getting a three-second lead this weekend in Indiana? No, I,
3: I'll take any lead you want to give him.
2: Yeah, go, Shorty. Okay, go, and we're gonna drop the gate. You know, go. It's your last race. Yeah, do it. So, um, A Rod was good again. You talked to him for Racer X. Traders Cowie, A Rod. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, he got top 10 overall. And I actually think, uh, what he, I think it was 10-11 11-10, 10-11. 10 11 or 11 10. 10 11. 10 11. I think 10th uh, uh, overall was good, but he actually was almost riding better than even the 10 11. Like he could have got 7 8 or he was in the mix with those guys, which is what really stood out to me. Hearing um, 10 11 10-11 sounds good, but he could have been 7 8. He was in that battle with uh, Bloss and Bashiri uh, and uh, Freddie. Um, yeah, he really rode well. But it's just so hard right now. We argued about this last week with uh, Bloss. like these so many dudes are out. You gotta have yeah. multiple tests to figure out if a dude is legitimately doing well. Yeah. Or if there's just a lot of guys hurt. Well like Bloss was much more normal this weekend than Unit Dillard when he was out of his mind.
2: Like Michelia, Arod, Freddie Norn, Cole Martinez have been riding well, but none of that is gonna matter. It's really not for next year rides. Call me call me an asshole. That's fine. But I'm right, aren't I, JT?
3: Yeah, um, I wanted to jump back to something. We'll get back to this. Before we move too far away from the shorty thing, were you going to signal him for the gate to drop? You wanted him to watch you only? No, I said we could do that. Okay, but you did count the 250 moto and then tell him that it was 6.5? Yes. Do you, were you saying is that not okay or the signaling? Anything. Well, I just wanted to say that's what, that's what Michael Essie does. You guys know that, right? Like yes. Supercross, when he always drills the gate, that's all he does. Yeah. He counts the races before him, and then he counts in his head, and he drops the gate no matter what. He doesn't care if he breaks the gate, hits the gate, flies over it, and <laughs> yes. kicks the box right? Like, you know. I mean, know, that's whoever
2: that. that's Tony with a stopwatch, and they're looking at every yeah. race. Yeah, because the
3: guy at the gate generally has a pattern. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out for those right. people that didn't know that. That's why he always hits the gate, because he just counts and drops the clutch.
2: Yeah. And but 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 the outdoors like I, and I don't think Supercross works like this, but maybe it does. But I'm not able to see it. So outdoors, it's like everything's timed, and that thing is dropping right then. Right. So. Um, okay. Yeah. So what um, was the other question? Um, is Tyler Medalia going to get a factory ride off his Butts Creek ride?
3: <laughs> I think he's going to need a lot more than that after skipping Walton. Um.
2: No, but A-Rod, Bishalia, yep. uh Cole Martinez, they're riding well, but I'm sorry,
3: guys. It ain't going to matter. Like, Yeah, I mean, the, the field is depleted. They're, they are riding well, but just like you said, nine out of the top 20 are missing, right? That was the Hangtown yeah. we were talking about? Yeah. So add in nine more guys, and, and maybe they beat a couple of those guys. Add in at least five. I mean, at least five of those guys are beating all of those guys you just mentioned. Maybe not Bichellia. He rode mm. pretty well. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't. I think with the amount of guys that still don't have jobs yet, I see them back on two fifties yeah. again next year. Villeman was all mad at you, Weege, on Twitter. Did you see that?
2: No. Yeah, no, I saw a lot of Villeman stuff. I didn't see that. What was that? Uh, he's very. I mean, it's Villeman, so he's very angry, yeah. anyways. But he understood. You made a comment about you know Kenny's rocks and laying waste to the best riders in the world, and DV's like. Well, why do you say that? Why do you say that everybody's hurt and blah, blah, blah? You know what I mean? Um,
1: Oh, God. He didn't bring up uh, Tim Geiser, did he? Because that's always the problem.
2: No, no, he didn't. He said... Oh, okay. Look, see, everyone else is upset about it, too. Yeah. I said to him, like, what do you want Weesh to say? Uh, Benny Bloss, second place at Unadilla. Ah, Everybody's hurt, though. Like, what do you want the media or the announcers to say? You can only yeah, yeah, deal with I the try winner, to avoid right? it. I'll just
1: say this. I try to avoid going to that level of hyperbole most of the time. But at the race when he's wrapping it up, a whole race in advance, and he's winning both motors by a huge margin, and it's just been an unbelievably dominant season, I feel like you have to dig a little into the hyperbole bucket, the hype bucket. The hype bucket, right. The hype bucket. you got to reach into the hype bucket a little bit. So I tried not to go there most of the year, but – Honestly, this whole event was just a Cooper Webb, Ken Roxton coronation party. So I, don't, I feel like you can't build it enough. Um, right. Yes, if Ryan Dungey was there, it might have been a little bit different this year. But as JT said. I mean, it wasn't like he was
2: getting second every time, and then you went out. Right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's take a commercial break here on the uh, Motorcycle Superstore Racer X Podcast, presented by Fox Racing. Listen to this commercial from Race Tech Suspension and uh, and as well, um, uh, Michelin Star Cross Five, so brand new tire from Michelin, folks. Well, it's not brand new anymore, but it's out. And uh, Race Tech uh, Suspension, get some of your suspension looked at. Use code Pulp MX, uh sixteen when you are checking out to save with those dudes. And uh, we'll be right back with a look at the uh, two hundred and fifty class from Buds Creek. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the MotorcycleSuperstore.com RacerX podcast. Thanks for listening, man. These things are going great, and I'm stoked with the responses from everybody, and uh, you guys have been doing a great job with the downloads. Don't forget the Fly Racing Moto60 show on Thursdays, the Pulp show on Mondays, the NFAB RacerX Fantasy show sometime in the middle of the week, and the Motorcycle Superstore, they're a passionate team who speak moto. If I'm talking about going riding, bench racing from the latest company ride, to the latest parts and gear, this is what drives them to be a place for you to check out all things motorcycles with the top brands and gear, accessories, tires, parts, and apparel. If you want to save there. they got everything you need to get out and ride. Go to the website to check out their inventory of brands, uh, over 700 of them. Do you speak moto? If you do, go to MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Use the code PB-Pulp16 to uh, 10% off participating brands. pb pulp Sixteen. Saves you money. All right, let's get to these commercials from Racetech and Michelin and Motorcyclesuperstore.com. Thanks for listening. See you after the break. At uh, Race Tech. Go to PulpMX2015 when you order. You can save 10% at racetech.com. And they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast. And we thank you guys. All right. Back to the show. <music> Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com, Michelin StarCross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what?
0: No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And what's cool about this tire is even from the previous version the MH3, it gives more so when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. And it's more comfort so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT.
2: So you telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension and tires.
0: Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit but also too when you come into corners you don't want it to roll on you so they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites but yet straight line you have comfort.
2: Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, Um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, You found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually.
0: Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage, so uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on.
2: Four versions of this tire—they cover all the uses. Key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling—they do it all. Starcross Five, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer, people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. And we're back. MotorcycleSuperstore.com, RacerX Podcast. PB-Pulp16 is the code to use at MotorcycleSuperstore.com. Do you speak moto? Because those jerkies do, and you can save by using that code. And thanks to Fox Racing, Foxhead.com. Visit a local authorized Fox dealer, and uh, check it out, please. All right, 250 point. Uh, first of all, Weege, before I go too far, uh, fantastic job on the word of the week. Wow. Just dropping the Oklahoma State bird. Uh, no, I, I think that was too much. I think it was too much. <laughs> too far. I can't go to that level of risk.
1: That was the first time I think I've ever been like, the uh, emoticon of the gritted
2: teeth. Right, right. Uh, Not a smile. If I ever thought Not I was going to get in trouble, this could be the one. Uh, well, good job. Yeah, you really dropped it in nicely. And we should think of one for this week, which I just thought of right now. But um, All right, uh, 250 class, Bud's Creek. Um, wacko Zacko, he did it, Weej. He did it, um, but I don't want to say but. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Villaman. All right, Villaman.
2: <laughs> no, look, great Laura. job for Great job for Wacko. He deserves this, wins his second career moto, wins an overall. <laughs> but honestly, this race was Adam Cirillo's. if he was in any kind of shape. This was his race. Adam crashing the first moto. Uh, uh, which is okay, that's fine. I'm not blaming him on that. Take second behind Amart. Second moto, he's in second. He's cruising. And really, the heat
3: got to him. And I'm surprised. That's a huge part of it, though. You can't just discount that. What? Getting tired and getting too hot. No, I mean, I'm like not discounting it. I'm saying he it.
2: had this win. He had the overall.
3: I don't. I know you're it. saying he had it, if not for this. Oh, like yeah, 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 I mean, that's a huge well, part of the equation. My, yeah, absolutely it is. You're right. Uh, but what
2: I'm saying is, is, like, I'm surprised Adam hasn't gotten better as the season's gone
3: on. It's like he's getting worse, right? It's definitely strange. He's gotten better and Tonis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what
2: what melted again. So Um But Adam had it, man. Like I was like, Oh, he's got this. He looks great. And he rode all right, two five, got fourth overall, but Sheesh. Uh, he's going to be kicking himself over this one. He could have had his first ever uh, national win very easily. So, which, I mean, hey, whatever, it didn't happen. And Osborne did have the stamina. And Osborne did ride great in the second moto to come up. What did he? What was Osborne in the second moto, like early on? He was like sixth or seventh, right? Uh, I'm obviously not sure. No, he was fifth, first lap. But, okay, further back than that when I saw him come around after the start. Um so great, great job for Zacho! And isn't it weird, Weej? The snack pack race—he wins the snack pack race. Yeah, that's
1: what made it so incredible. Absolutely, it did. that was it awesome did. how it worked out in his favor. Um, the race, anyway, I looked it—I was trying to furiously look it up in the vault at the end, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's 2006!" So it's actually 10 years. Which makes it that much, yep. that much better.
2: Ten years and can from. Can we
1: just save the know, time on this argument because somebody's going to want to say why is it okay for Davalos to win a race after ten, or not okay for Davalos, but it is okay for Osborne? So can we just not get into that?
2: I mean, no, I, yeah.
1: It's going to be a 15-minute argument, which we've already done this year
2: earlier. So <laughs> You just want to just save everybody 15 minutes? Like Geico? Yeah, like, like Geico. Yeah, I'm going to
1: save you 15 minutes. Because we already argued this. I think when he won the motor High Point, yeah, you, you somehow have a reason. I don't remember even what it is. But
2: you have one. <laughs> he had to go to GP's, i.e. hell, for like five years. So, you know? No, I got it. Basically, Zach has had...
1: Four years, really. Two years I got Two years on Husky now. Is that the numbers?
2: What is Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I He's mean,
1: had four years basically on factory teams, are ready to go. Um, not ten. It's it's, it's and all those ten on good teams. Eleven in the U.S.
2: Eleven for Marty. We're going into year twelve next year for Marty. Okay. We're, we're twelve. Okay. We're twelve in. So. Um, uh, we're moving on. We're moving on to Cincinnati. Okay. We're moving on. <laughs> JT, the snack pack race. Yep. And then Osborne said that he was playing flag football with Ping shortly after he got called snack pack, and he wanted to break his leg in the flag football game. <laughs> <laughs> I think he may have overreacted to that, but it's all right. I uh, just he, you know, yeah, he had a nice lead. I remember it as being over ten seconds. I really do.
3: I do too. I was uh, I was in staging, you know, for the 450 moto and watching and you know getting my gate ready and all that. But you're you know you're mostly just sitting around. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy cow, this kid's out of here!" Yeah, and then he was not so out of there anymore. And then he ended up 18th, wasn't so good.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was
1: out of there, and, went from out of there to out of there.
2: <laughs> and hey, two moto, two DNFs at uh,
3: two DNFs at Unadilla. You know, so you know those. You know the Husky guys had to be stressing when it looked like he was going to win the overall. Just, uh. And who, I don't know what their bike issues have been. Maybe they completely sorted it out. But you yeah. know. Somewhere in the back of somebody's mind, they're just like, oh, for the love of God, please let this bike stay together.
2: <laughs> yeah, really, right? Um, can you imagine? Oh, God. Uh, Stress. Five five or six DNF, mechanical DNS for Osborne, but... Uh, great job,
3: by do you him. Do you know why? What's been happening? I mean, no, he he hasn't really I mean, told me. I don't me know that. if we'd be yeah. at liberty to say anyway.
2: But. Yeah, I asked him. He doesn't doesn't. It's not it, it's not Feeney's fault. It's not the mechanic's fault.
3: No, I'm sure it's
2: not. Yeah, yeah. Man. But I mean, you just get to the bottom of that. People think it's often yeah. you know that the the, the, the wrench's fault. Um, um, Aldridge came back. Good job. Tenth place. I don't even know if I knew Aldridge was coming back. Did you guys know Aldridge was coming back? I heard last week. Yeah, they
1: yeah they, they put it out there somehow. I don't know how or where, but it's okay. done.
2: Um, Justin Hill rode great from way back, both motos. So, uh, good job for, for Justin Hill. Um,
3: is Anderson coming back this weekend?
2: Yes. Anderson is racing in Indiana. All right. Um, and yeah, sincerillo like he's, I think he's wearing down a little bit back to him, which is odd, but because I always is thought he, i drop in the Albin thing. Um, yeah, you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I choose not to, but I, it would, it was too easy. Right. Forkner was fast again. Gee where is this kid? Man, just great. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Mitchell Harrison was all right. Uh, eighth place in the second moto. That was nice. Tonus had better moto finishes in the bag and went backwards, both motos. So it's not very good That's, for him.
3: Yeah. What's going on with Pro Circuit? I don't anybody know. Anybody have any theories? I don't know. Do you think Mitch you know? Payton? How happy? How angry is Mitch Payton? Gosh. For someone who doesn't want to hear excuses about fitness more than probably anybody in the sport, to have all three of his guys suffering results-wise because of, you know, I don't know if they're all the same issue or they're all heat and fitness-related, though, or health on some level, Mm -hmm. uh, it can't be going well over there.
2: No. No. Um. Plus, these motos are starting with them,
3: often
1: starting 1, 2, 3. Like, their oh, the yeah. bikes and things are actually, oh, yeah. like, the potential is they're almost, they're not, I don't know if they'll ever get back to where they were 1, 2, 3, 4 finishes in the series and every moto, like, stuff like they were five years ago. But they're doing better in general than they have the last few years, and then it's just getting completely blown at the end uh, of the race. Like, well, they maybe be going 1, 2, 3, sweeping podiums if things
3: work yeah, out. Yeah, Mitch has, Mitch has got to be looking at it like, guys, I'm putting you in the spot to succeed you guys are in up front every start i'm putting you we're doing everything we can to get you to the front you know and what is going on after that what's happening you know i just i've been around mitch enough to know that this can't be uh being taken very well he's uh, he's you know if if they're not doing their part i know and i've seen mitch spend lots of his own money to help fix things but this is supposed to be the the fixable part, the fitness and the be, handling the heat and being in shape. Those are things you can directly control most of the time. If you take away
2: Forkner, the Geico team and Pro Circuit teams are not doing very well. If you take Forkner out, which I mean, I guess is like saying you know whatever. Like apple's yeah, watch, but when but.
3: three of your main guys are suffering the same heat fitness issues, got, got not
2: good. Weege, I feel sorry for the guy who has to write a Geico press releases. Good God. <laughs>
1: Trying yeah, they to like, give you a lot of rope, luckily, uh they, they they seem to be positive and negative, which I think is the way it should be. If it's bad is bad.
2: Yeah. Well, for people who don't know, you do them. So um there hasn't been a lot to good to say. They they should have you call up LaRocco every now and then.
1: They don't care. Like that's the cool thing about it. I said I'm only gonna I am only going to i will give you quotes as long as if the riders say something bad, I use it. And that's what I do. I give that I, I just ask them at the end of the day how did your race go? And if the riders say something bad, it goes in. Um I wouldn't do it any other way.
2: Right, right. Um but hey, for real, though, Supercross 2017. Forkner, AC, Savachi, and uh, Hill. Pretty good, right? Potentially. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think, JT, Forkner is 30 points behind Savachi for third in the series? Does he get him? <laughs> no. No. What? I don't know, bro. Uh, this week he gained uh, 28. Okay, well, I, I will stick with no. Sorry, he gained 18. My Canadian math is off. <laughs> I don't know. Things are going bad for Savachi.
3: It is. It's it not is. good. I wouldn't be – it would not shock me at all if you got a press release on Thursday or Friday that said Savace is staying home. I agree. I agree. Do you think Mitch takes
2: Tonus' uh, – lights Tonus' locker on fire after Indiana's second moto?
3: No, I'm. I'm sure he's probably just ready for it to be over. It's been a long couple of years. Well, wow, they got to go to the USGP's. Don't forget. Remember? <laughs> I, I still think he's
2: ready for it to be over. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, hey, right. I asked Tonis
1: about donations to see the Swiss team still hasn't been announced, and I'm like, "Are you on it? What's happening?" And he's like, "It depends on. It depends on what Mitch says." This was before today, so.
2: That'd be fun. Jeez. All right, hey Weed, you gotta go. You gotta run.
1: Yeah, it's just going to get more background noises unless you're uh, unless you're
2: pumped on that. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go spend time with your family. All right, thanks.
1: All right, see you in Indiana, guys. see you, yep,
2: Jason Wigan, again, everybody. Uh, Jason Thomas still on the Motorcycle Superstore Racer X uh, um, in the uh, Bud's, Creek podca- pod, bud, blah, 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 Buds Creek podcast. Buds um, Creek podcast. Still sticking with 250 class though, JT uh, uh, Plessinger. Last week. Like, two to three seconds faster, killing it, looking great, and then we see this weekend he kind of doesn't do much. And that's where I'd be frustrating. Like, I'm going to start calling him Renard. He's the new Robbie Renard. What were his moto finishes this week? Uh, his moto finishes were 8-6. Yeah,
3: which is... Second mediocre. moto, he came up from a little bit from the back, but... Yeah, I, I think we're going to be... He had a decent week, nothing great. Starts hurt him, but I think this weekend he will be back in there. He could win again this weekend or be he will well, be on the podium this that, weekend. That if he does get on a podium or a win, that's a Robbie Renard moment. Well, I don't I don't know. I think these last few races just suit him because he, you know, he went Well, Buds didn't what? suit him. No, I'm saying but overall, if you oh. if you take these last six motos, last year he was the best rider in the last six motos of the year. This year he went podium this weekend past weekend wasn't very good but then this weekend I think will be great if you average those they're going to be much better than his normal finishes for the season um yeah I, I don't know I think the Unidoa track just fits him I don't know what was up with Buds I think uh I think the track was just one of those where if you got a good start it helped you a ton if you didn't it was really tough to move forward and he I don't know if the Rainer thing is something I would go with but it's like uninspired rides or inspired rides, or I don't know if it's just he is very, very dependent on the track suiting him. Uh, but there's a huge gap. Regardless, there's a huge gap between what he's capable of and the other weekends where it's just like, who was riding your bike this weekend? That's what I'm saying. You do it once, you can do it again. You know, should be. And, yeah, that's and, and, what that's what champion level guys do, and I think Aaron's still working towards he, that.
2: He has been uh, balls
3: out fast at times, like crazy oh, fast. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, um, need to be able to find that and harness it each and every weekend. That's what guys like you know Cooper have figured out. They don't have those inconsistencies anymore.
2: No, no. What are Andrew Shorts finishes at Indiana, the last two motos of his career?
3: Uh, I think he'll get good starts. Uh, I think he will go 7-9. That's what he did this weekend, 7-9. Oh, yeah? Okay. I didn't yeah. know that, but I'll take 7-9 again. We take 7-9. Um,
2: does Benny Bloss pass Purcell in the points? He is 13, points we talking? 13 back. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, All right. just checking. First moto. All right. Um, so then Benny Bloss Maybe. ends up fifth in the points. Yep, that's strong. Unless Phil gets him. Phil is three back. Ooh. Does Phil get three that's more points close. than Benny Bloss? That's That'll be close. close.
3: Yeah. yeah, that's going to be
2: close. And Amart is, I believe, 12 up on Osborne to get a permanent number. Tenth overall in the overall points. Yeah, I like Kmart to hold on to that. Yes, I do too. I agree. Uh, last thing before we go on the Motorcycle Superstore Racer X, uh, online podcast, um, but the folks at Butts Creek always give out a uh, top privateer award. I think after qual, I think it's for the fastest qualifier for a privateer in the Kevin Crines honor. Kevin Crine award, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Crine was a good dude. He was nice guy. That was a tragedy.
3: Do you have any Kevin Crine stories? Um, besides racing we- with him for twenty years. Well, yeah, and the only one I, I did race with him for a long time, but the only one I really remember, other than Red Dog always telling me, yeah, that Kevin Crane guy guy's a good guy. He would always say that. Um, but I remember at the USGP, we raced in 1999. Uh, Kevin was in front of me for a long time in the second moto, and I remember he was better than me. I was, I was just kind of getting going there. Uh, But I just remember chasing him the entire moto, and I could never make. He never pulled away. I could never make up even a second on him for 30, you know, I think it was 40 plus two back then. 40, yeah, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just for that long, you know, 45 minutes of racing, and we just basically stayed the same the whole time. We we could have just stopped (laughs) and hung out. You know, it was just basically there the whole time.
2: Yeah, good dude. I always think of Kevin when I go to Butts Creek. I hung out with him a little bit with Red Dog and then um, those four-stroke nationals. That uh, Kelly yep. Smith and I did. He was around yep. there, them too. So, uh, yeah, Kevin Karn. Good dude. Bud's part of Bud's fabric, no doubt. Uh, all right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, Race right. RacerX Podcast, presented by uh, Fox Racing. JT, you ever heard of Fox Racing? Uh, ring the bell, but I'm not super familiar. Yeah, no, they're a big company. They sell okay. gear. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, thanks all for right. doing it. Appreciate it. See you guys. Thanks for
3: listening to The Steve Mathis Show presented by Fox Racing.
1: like beating a dead horse, you know? And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did, everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make
0: the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money.
1: Seven time, Jeremy McGrath.
2: I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled the and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself
1: to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My my ego got in the way, you know. The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do.
3: Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts.